Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Knowledge is Power Podcast Live, and we're back on a Sunday, and I'm waiting on my guests to jump on in. Uh, it's so good to be back. Uh, we've been off uh, a couple of weeks. We took uh, taken off a couple of days, a couple of weeks, and uh, we are back at it again. And I'm waiting on my crew to come on, and my guests got a slow uh, internet connection, looks like. So I'm going to sit back and wait for them to come on in, and uh, we'll start our new show. <clears throat> we've got some great, great uh, guests coming up next. Uh, we've got, uh, let's see, we have, uh, oh, Tick Price, Coach Tick Price. Uh, Tick Price was the uh, basketball coach for the uh, Lamar University Cardinals, and he has a new book um, coming out called uh, The Locker Room. If I'm not mistaken, I got to make sure that I'm, I'm talking about the same thing. I've got the right title, but he's going to be, <clears throat> excuse me, he's going to be our guest on next Sunday. Our guest tonight is uh, James Ella Jr., who is, uh, is uh, going to be our guest tonight. We're going to talk about what's what it's like living in Beaumont, Texas, the pros and the cons. I mean, you know, we always talk about all the bad things about going on in Beaumont, but it's time to talk about some, some light up stuff. Let's talk about some good stuff that you like living in, you know, what you like about living here in Beaumont. So we're going to talk about the pros and then we're going to talk about the cons. So uh, my guest is here now, James. Hello, James. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can. Oh, good, good. Got some good connection now. Now, uh, and also, we've got some uh, uh, listeners uh, that's watching and uh, let us know that we're here. Hey, buddy, who is the buddy? Yeah, I'll put your name in right so we talk who it is. I like to call you to give you a shout out. And let's see here. Okay, that's my how that you, James. Hey, James. Uh, there must be one on one hour pages, not on one hour group pages, too. Uh, if you're on our group page, you must put your name there so we'll know who. Uh, who are making comments? I uh, want to come to your show one day. Hey, I, I love. I see one said. I love. That's. I like this. Uh, wait, hold on, James. Let's see here. I want to come on your show one day. You sure can. I'm giving you that invitation right now. So let's get together after the show and let's exchange uh, uh, inf info, contact info. We get together. I would like you to come on. Okay. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys for joining. And who else is another Facebook user? I I don't know names. This app just joining. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to my phone. And I'm gonna see who is all this talking to me. Oh, hey, Gayla Young, how are you? Yeah, good to see. Thank you. Now I know who I'm talking to. A big shout out to Gayla Young. She's joining us this evening. Uh, tonight we've got James uh, Ella Jr. Uh, the James, let me give you a little background. James ran for the uh, city council uh, at large seat in the last election. So James is very involved in what's going on in Beaumont, Texas, and. Um, uh, and he, he's got some some good ideas and some some bad no not bad ideas but he's got some issues that he's facing with the city of Beaumont and we're gonna talk about that on our con side not the pro side so we're gonna talk about the pro side you know right now I'd like to say I you know it's not it's not wrong living in Beaumont I, it's just it's just um, <laughs> wow I would like to say something but let me just say this it's, it's nothing wrong living in Beaumont we have. Some of the best places to live here. We've got a river. We've got a major river, major college. We got a major interstate that runs straight through the city. We've got uh, the big nature's the port of Beaumont, one of the largest uh, military uh, shipment that comes out uh, that comes out of there. And 
It is great. It does some good things about it. It's, it's not too fast. It's not too slow. Uh, it's not too big. It's not too small. But we've got some issues. And uh, we've got some issues that we need to, to, to talk about, discuss, and just maybe we can uh, uh, face the uh, uh, councils about it and see what we can do to help improve the town that we live in, that we raise our children. Uh, as a matter of fact, I'm going to invite some of the uh, school board, Bowman Independent School Board uh, board members on board on a show so we can talk about uh, what's going on in BISD and what we can do and what they need help from us, what we can do to help them with a better school district. James, say hello, James. Hey, how y'all doing? Uh, great, man. I don't, I don't know where's thank my you for having me. yeah. With that, thank you for coming on board. I don't know what happened to my crew, but they're, they're oh. behind time. I don't know what's going on, but it's it's you and I. You know, this is why I started three years ago, just doing this, and uh, just I was the only host. So now I have a two other co-hosts at a panel, and nobody showed up today. But that's okay. Yep. We're gonna talk about the city. What's what it's like living in Beaumont, and we're gonna talk about the pros, John. Uh, uh, James, so tell us about the pros. What you what you think? Well, let's talk about. The pros I mean, hell, I, I've lived here forty four years. Uh, what a couple of days ago, I was born uh, on the twenty second. So I uh, forty four years now, right? So I'm not going nowhere. I love Beaumont. That's that's nothing to say that we have a whole bunch of negatives that we can change, but we're not changing. We're facing um, beautification of Beaumont instead of actually facing taking care of the infrastructure and uh, things that we've already talked about plenty of times, but there's things that as citizens we've actually pointed out and the council still another term in another new council. Now is not addressing the basics. They're addressing more of um, just beautification, just uh, making Beaumont live, you know, bringing uh, attracting people. But if you're going to attract people into the city and it ends up that the city is going to be cluttered with a whole bunch of individuals and the infrastructure is not. Hey, Terry. Hey, what are we going to do? Okay. Right? Yes. Hey, what's going well, on? I want to welcome, I want to welcome Terry. We're, in, we're, in, we're, in, we're just getting started, Terry, and we're talking about okay. what it's like to live, live, to live in Beaumont. What it's like living in Beaumont. And, and I, as I was getting ready to start this podcast, and I was thinking when I was sitting here, I said, Wait a minute. We always talking about the negative of what's in Beaumont. Let's talk about the the positive, some of the positive things about living in Beaumont, the pros and the cons. So we're James just I just introduced James to the uh, audience and we're talking about some of the positive things of, of living in Beaumont. So what are your thoughts of what's positive about living here in Beaumont? Uh, that's that's going to take me a minute to think about it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it's, there's a lot of apartments coming. You know, if, for people that's just kind of starting yeah. out and looking for somewhere to live. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's that, and plus, you know, AJ he's bringing a lot of good things to to Beaumont. <laughs> so it's it's not all negative. No, it's not. It's no. it's it's got it's got it's some, a lot of a some, lot of positive stuff. A lot of positive, and you know it it yeah. and it takes it yeah, takes yeah. positive people to make it to can create a positive a positive environment. So I, I, I get the. I was gonna say I get the the people yeah. that um sit there and sort of point me out as of 
I've been talking about things negatively. I haven't talked about things negatively. I've continued the same talk from the very beginning years ago till now I'm addressing what we see and we're not covering it up. We're bringing it to light and letting individuals know we need it addressed instead of just being all positive. Let's throw up some murals on, on downtown. Beautiful. Let's make the parks, you know, nice, beautiful. Let's throw up flowers annually and perennials whenever that pops up all in the uh, uh, street mediums. Uh, beautiful. But let's also address, like I say, let's address the real issues Um like I say, we don't have sidewalks that connect over railroad tracks when we then spend three hundred twenty six or twenty nine thousand dollars on a sidewalk in the West End that nobody even uses. So, like, where's the thinking process? Why are we doing some of the things that we're doing? And if we're going to spend money on all this beautification, then that means that everything else is a OK. And we don't have anything else to spend money on except beautification, in my opinion. So let's keep on addressing the negative and the positive to make sure that pushing out the negative, as a lot of people see it, is actually just informing individuals of things that really still need to be changed. And we do have quite a bit of things that, that needs to be changed. Um, and we're going to talk about the sidewalk issue uh, uh, later on in the podcast. Um, but one thing I want to address that's is more important than anything is uh, brown water the brown yes. water is. so let's 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 hit on that now because you know let me just say this we do need beautification we definitely need that but there are lots of disparities that we have here and, and that's the thing now. that that's right. the thing nobody nobody wants you to talk about it you know and they think right. when you're talking about it that you're being negative but you know some people right. are like when you when you when you're real what I'm about mm -hmm. thing, you yeah. know, it's, it's not that like when I talk about stuff, it's not that I'm being negative. I mean, that should be, be looked upon as something positive. They'd be like, well, wow, he must really care that he's talking about this. exactly so, so passionate. Exactly. So, yeah. when you're in charge of things, you look at that as something negative because you're scared that you're going to be called out for what you're not doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. hey, that you, you ask for for that mm -hmm. so it's not being negative it's just being truthful but you yep. want everybody to say Shh, don't say nothing about this we're gonna dress yep. this pig we're gonna dress this pig up and it ain't gonna be a pig yeah it's gonna be something it's gonna be a <laughs> lamb and, mm -hmm. I, and I, yep. I don't do that i'm sorry i don't do it no. but i do see some no. i see some positives you know i do mm -hmm. I see some of the stuff that they do but i also see some stuff they don't do yeah it's, yeah. in other words, some of the more... most important things are not being done while all the other things are making it look good you know yeah mm -hmm. so you're saying that's um, more negative than as is positive and when you're saying when you're when you're stating things that is going wrong that is wrong that is not getting done um they look at you as the negative person. So, okay, well, the, right. every time you say something, well, it's about, oh, that's well, negative, you know, negative. You know, let's put, let's put that on the side and let's address the issues. Right. We know, we, we love living here. We like the city. We know what can be mm -hmm. done. I mean, we can't do yeah. it ourselves, but we can, right. can right. continue to advocate. Oh, wait. No, Tony, yeah. we can do it ourselves, 
but they won't allow us because like I said, it was like two, maybe uh, about three years ago, I had a uh, hardware store lined up to provide $1,800 worth of material to put new seating over there at the softball baseball fields and Kyle Hayes and the current, you know, the, the pr- former council uh, and still to now the, the current council, none of them have said, okay, cool, let's run with that. I have the material a hardware store wants to donate and volunteer work to get it done. But instead, I keep routinely checking up over there a couple of months here and there. And there's still loose boards that somebody can slip on, boards that are deteriorated enough where you can step on it at a break. We can have a lawsuit. Why aren't we allowing citizens to participate in the growth and the pride of the community if they want us to talk positive about the community, let us act on the community, which is, well, it, it, it's, it's ridiculous. Well, I understand that. But have you presented it to the city manager? Have you presented it to the council? I, I brought it to the whole council. I brought it to the whole council and they look at you stupid for the minutes, that the, the three minutes, let's, let's get that correct. Because in their whole hours of talking, you're allowed a three minutes to tell them everything that happens in your life, everything that you bring to the table. You better mm-hmm. narrow that down to three minutes for them. But you wait through their their votes and everything else all day long. However, you come up and you try and tell them, hey, I got this. We can do this. I can bring this to the table. We can help out Bowman free. No, nah, they don't want to hear it. They don't even interact with you. I had councilmen tell me uh, going back to that sidewalk thing. Oh, tell me, you know, keep informed, keep me informed on it. I've written counsel. I've contacted the governor's office. I've contacted uh, TxDOT. I've contacted uh, BNSF uh, to try and get sidewalks across where babies, uh, uh, young mothers are bringing strollers with babies in them, stro- you know, pulling them over the railroad tracks. And I have a councilman that tells me, well, keep me in the loop on that. You're the councilman. I ran for your position, but... You're telling me to keep you in the loop. Okay, that makes sense. And then when I write the full council, I tell all of them what they need to do and all they need to do. Well, let me ask you this question. This is exactly what I got. Nothing. Okay. Let me ask you this question. Hmm. Uh huh. Uh, have you uh, you have presented it to the 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 sitting city council on uh, city manager, right? Yes. Yeah, not and the new nope. city manager. This is the, from the previous. Yeah, well, we're, 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 that's in the past. We're not going to talk right. about right, Kyle, right, right. Kyle Hayes, yeah, Kyle Hayes days is done. Right. He's, he's, he's kept us right. 20 years behind Thank time. You okay, so now, that's right. Is, right. If, if you're talking about, forward. well, if I've informed, if, if I, you're talking about, if Kyle, I've informed council, the same person, <laughs> well, yeah, that, yeah. That, yeah. That, if, if, if I inform, those two are one and the same. If I inform present council and if present council knows about this and they're the ones that actually told or tell or supposed to tell the city manager what they want and -hmm. what they represent and what they want done for their constituents and they're Mm -hmm. still not acting on it. We can't force the city manager to do something by his or herself if the city council won't even vote on it. So it's a lack, again, of the city council to sit on their rear ends and let's beautify Beaumont and bring in tourists to what? We don't have an infrastructure for people to even walk over the uh, railroad tracks safely. We have Washington Boulevard where the actual plans of a sidewalk was drawn into the the inner, uh, um, um, 
you know, the engineering plans was drawn into it and it was drawn in uncompleted and it's so, still years down the road of being done and, and they still haven't put a sidewalk over it they're are actually breaking uh-huh. well give me a location of the sidewalk That's there's the multiple sidewalks but they there, there's multiple sidewalks, but they're all in the minority community, so therefore the city council doesn't care about it. So there's Lucas, uh, East Lucas, and Hellbig. There's uh, wait, wait, that, wait, wait, that wait, goes wait, directly wait a minute, from wait a, minute. wait a minute, let's slow down, slow mm-hmm. down, slow down for me. Uh-huh. Let me, let me keep, keep uh-huh. I'm taking notes so that when I what uh, I want, I'm taking <laughs> notes so when I go up to, yeah. to the councilmen, I want I want to know yeah. exactly what I'm talking about, and I want to know exactly what I'm talking about, so we can get some of these <laughs> issues solved. Okay, so we're talking about All right. Lucas and Hillsby Road, right? Right on, where, right where, on the corner. Yes, sir. Right, In fact, right on the that, corner where on the north side of that the Lucas, library, no sidewalk, right? That's not a sidewalk no sidewalk. Right probably two to 300 feet away from elderly community, but in between an elderly community, a, a income-based uh, community exactly, and the exactly, library. I know exactly what yeah. you're talking about. So let, let, me, let me tell you the kick. Let me tell you the kicker on this. Oh, Alwyn Samuels, 30 years representative of, I guess, Ward 3. And mm-hmm. that hell big is the actual street that he turns on to go home. Does he take East Lucas or does he take Magnolia? One way or another, he hits that corner and doesn't see, I guess, people walking over the tracks, dragging baby strollers over the tracks with a child in it, uh, wheelchairs entering the roadway to bypass the railroad tracks because there's no sidewalk going over it. So I've contacted TxDOT, and TxDOT has a uh, Title Title Six uh, civil, uh, civil Rights and also ADA. Uh, right, they have right. a civil rights uh, department. Well, they're actually right now investigating Beaumont per me because the city of Beaumont borrows funds or receives funds from TxDOT to do projects. Therefore, they're out of compliance with ADA. That is the, the American Disability Act of, I think it was 64 or 67. And then re- or, or re- redone amendment probably uh, in 1987, I believe it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the civil rights, I believe that it's a, it's a, a issue with civil rights too because it's only in the minority communities that these railroad tracks actually cross over and have a whole, well, not actually cross over. There's one over McLean over in the Amelia area, but the ones that don't have sidewalks, it's constantly used. We can also throw in Amelia uh, for the kids that go from Westbrook. They don't have a proper crossing area, Uh, but Washington Boulevard by Monica Brothers, there's sidewalks that lead up to railroad tracks and don't cross over. All it takes is concrete and planking. So they're they're out of compliance with ADA there. They're out of compliance at Sutherland and Wa- uh, Washington over there where the, uh, what is it, Coastal, used to be Coastal or Coastal Seafood mm-hmm, is. Mm-hmm, right. So they have sidewalks 20, almost 30 feet away from the railroad tracks. Like they abruptly end in the dirt. You right. know, they have con- they have wheelchair access to dirt. Right. Makes a lot of sense, right? Now this right. is Ward 4. And, and I, I know, you know, a lot of people here and there, and I was hoping that there was going to be a little bit more representation being that Ward 4 uh, Ward member is now mayor. But and that was what I was hoping for. But deal is, is I see that nothing has changed and I've contacted the whole council. I haven't contacted one. I haven't said, hey, Mike guess, can you look out for the Hispanic community, the minority community, the black community, the Vietnamese community? No, I said, hey, council. 
So, you know, whenever I pull out my guess, hey, you know, my guess, if you're uh, per this or, or if he's on the, the social justice in his uh, uh, synagogue, he's actually supposed mm-hmm. to be in a synagogue uh, social justice group. Uh, where you at social justice wise? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You care so much about the homeless. Where you at? Uh, Alderman Samuels, you turn right here on Elbig, right at Lucas. Where you at? Why aren't there sidewalks there for 30 years? You know what I'm saying? People don't care about the minority community in Beaumont, and that takes up three quarters of the Beaumont area. You look at a map that I drew or drew out the, the, the you know, people with a little bit more money here and there. Trust mm-hmm. me, it, it, it's, it's represented by a few, and uh, that's how they want to keep it. Well, now, but but majority of these uh, sidewalks that's not being built that goes across railroad tracks, they are mm-hmm. all in the minority part of town. Yes, except I say one over on uh, what is it? Uh, what uh, major drive over there by the old HEB where where kids from Westbrook that walk into the Amelia area, which is yes. not predominantly yes. the yes. West End, the rich yes. area. You know what I'm saying? Yes. It's yes. it's it's still a, a middle income. Terry, can I say that middle income housing area? I mean, you know, middle. Mid-income, if I level can. house people. Owners. If I can, I mean, like, yep. Yep. I'm, yes, looking at yep. the, I'm looking at the overall populace of the city and Beaumont. Everywhere is everywhere in Beaumont is what we would consider or what's considered to be minority class individuals. These people here, everywhere. It's yep. not just one side of Beaumont. Not North End, South End, War One, War Two. It's we are all over. We are the populace. Right. We. I'm gonna say it again. We are the populace and and right as a uh i guess like a president as the president of the charlton pollard neighborhood uh which is this south end uh we're surrounded by every underpass in beaumont uh if you have yes. a if you have an electrical wheelchair oops um because you have yep. to go through the underpass in order to get to the other side if you just so yep. happen to if the underpasses are flooded oops only street you have to go across yeah. is nature's um like like james said I, I ride my bike uh down main street i cannot cross over from my side of of the south end over into downtown uh across the tracks because there is you right. know especially right. on main street uh on pearl street right uh, that's that's ended the two streets that Two of the highest streets, might I add, in this area for us to get out, not just wheelchairs, not bicycles, not sidewalks. I'm talking about preservation of human life, period. Right. So right. when when James says ADA, uh, you know, American Disabilities Act, uh, Citizens with Disabilities Act, hello, mm-hmm. I'm a citizen with a disability. Right. And if I just so if you just if if the city of Beaumont text dot railroad companies included uh refuses mm-hmm. and or restrict me me and several other citizens that have a disability um again we gonna pop y'all the city of beaumont on y'all head with the nice ham of co- called uh lawsuit mm-hmm. because yep. again hey. you're restricting us you're restricting citizens mm-hmm. alone right but then you're right. also restricting disabled citizens now mind you like i said right. i live in the south end i cannot i cannot 
literally walk to City Hall. I can, but people in my neighborhood cannot literally walk to City Hall safely. And again, like the only street that has covering over, um, over the train tracks to get out of my neighborhood is Nature Street. Uh So, hey, um, hey, to to add to add to Chris's real quick. Also, we're also in reach with Text Dot. We're also. Um, in communications with Lone Star Legal, we're in communications with everybody that we possibly could think of, and we too have have uh, addressed this issue with the the city of Beaumont, um, the 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 state uh, offices, railroad commissioner, anybody who is in everybody that we could possibly think of, because like I said. If, I got a I got a bike, but for those that have an electrical wheelchair, and the, if y'all ever looked, those wheelchair chair, uh, wheels in the front are very small compared to the ones in the back. Right. And if y'all they ever can't, yeah, they can't get over. back in your car, you can yep. damn sure see that that gap between the railroad yep. track and the next side yep. of the of the railroad track is about this wide. So next thing you know, you're gonna see a resident, especially again one with disabilities trying to right. access the other side of the the other side of the track the the liable parties are and i'm gonna say it again find out what railroad what railroad company those tracks belong to because it's either kansas city railway bno railway um who else uh union pacific BNSF, uh, Specific, Southern uh Pacific. Pacific. all those all those yeah. railways are, are, are out here and are deemed to hey. allow us to have public access. But I, I've contacted, I've contacted the railroad company, and I've contacted the Texas governor's office, and I've contacted, contacted TexDOT. It all falls on only the city of Beaumont and the council to actually expense to to pay for planking and extensions. I got it in writing from everybody and I've already posted it on my Beaumont, Texas information station that it's only up to the city of Beaumont, current city council. All they have to do is inform the railroad that they want to add that to it and the railroads will do it. That's it. But that's the what, city council and the- in- That's what they say, James. We're, we're at a whole different, we got a whole different council, okay? I mean, we have been- Fighting, I would say we, and I say we because outside of this neighborhood association, I've been an advocate for the city of Beaumont since I came home from the from the from the army. This is no. and, and just think if you if you can think about it, like you like you mentioned, um, out there by Pinchback and all those you know other streets that's like right. that's that's West Beaumont, especially like West College, right. you know those areas. Um, coming from Vincent Middle School, that that area. Um, when we petitioned for the, when we petitioned for the quiet zone, um, Mm -hmm. they were supposed to put planking in. That was the agreement. Not only, not only this little yellow rivet or whatnot to keep you from going all the way around. Um, they were supposed to put planking. There was no planking put in, especially on the one on major drive. Right. Nice, it's nice, and it's all flat, but you still restrict public access when you refuse to put the planking on the opposite, on the um, within the barrier of the 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 track, the public access way. So, 
it's not it's not just based on it's not just based on the city of, of, of Beaumont government. It's based on the communication of the city of Beaumont <laughs> government with every other entity you name. Because whether we know it or not, these train tracks have wide right of ways, and those right of ways do not belong to the city of Beaumont. Right. Well, no, that's what I say is I contacted TextDot and TextDot and uh, the um, railroad company, and they have stated that all they need is the, the city of Beaumont to actually spend the money for the planking and the extension. However, the city of Beaumont hasn't even contacted the railroad company for that. The railroad company is actually ready to hear or ready to receive because they had uh they have something going on over, over here on East Lucas, supposedly to do with maybe the signal arms. I think maybe extending them, uh, bringing them back some or something. Uh, but I provided extra, uh, you know what I'm saying, extra like uh, diagrams on where the, the, the sidewalks need to be placed, where there are sidewalks that go up to the railroad easement and then stop. But then, like I say, it's, it's still up to apparently per the text dot and per the text dot representative over the civil rights uh i think it's miss wanda something like that uh she said that she's going to be looking into it as of like i say the city of beaumont receives funds so they're supposed to uh adhere to the ada you know needs of uh, you know american disabilities act or, or all the regulations just like you know on college around the curve that one is ada and then further down, uh, right, that crosses crosses uh, college uh, near Fourth, not Fourth, going towards the park to the Imagination Station or Central Park, going towards um, uh, the freeway, going towards I-10. That little particular part of the railroad that crosses has a sidewalk that goes behind the arms on both sides. Yeah. But like I say, it's those are also Texas. That's Texas. Uh, you know, uh, that's a thoroughfare, right? So Highway 90. So it takes out how, so they have to adhere to the ADA regardless. City of Beaumont has built their engineering up to, and then after that, added the ADA ramps to the dirt. But tell me if you've ever seen, I've walked it, I went out there and walked it over there on Washington. It's ridiculous. The slope on the dirt, the dirt is ate away, the, the erosion over there and everything, rocks, debris. There's actually uh, pipes from the city. There's sewer pipes that are missing caps, so you can put your foot straight through if you're a little kid. You can get stuck in one of them little holes and maybe break a leg or a knee or something like that. The city is not doing what they need to be doing. However, they're addressing beautification projects. I say if you're spending eighty to $100,000 or whatever the, the budget might be, I don't care about beautification. I care about making sure that the infrastructure is A1. That's what's going to bring somebody to Beaumont. It's not the flowers. We see the flowers. Tourists are not coming in here droves in droves like Terry you know, Terry brings out. The population was 118,000. Now it's 114,000. We're going to continue to lose behind beautification projects as long as we're not addressing our infrastructure. You know, I've addressed uh, a couple of times. Well, not, the, not actually addressed it. I've talked to a couple of council members about sidewalks. When I say about sidewalks, we I'm talking about in Ward 4, uh, in um, the Beaumont United uh, High School. Yeah. One of the largest yeah. high schools in Beaumont, Texas. There is not access to sidewalks. No. Uh, in the front of it, 
other side of it are on 4th Street where the kids have to walk in the grass to get to school on one of the major thoroughbreds. So, uh, how can uh, how can we uh, put this all together and uh, do one big presentation on having um, our city not just been beautified but have access for the public safety let me say this tony um i had addressed i went and addressed something at city council a while back um and it had everything to do with you know the spending of cbdg funds which is community block development grants right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like i had i had an issue with how that they how they were spending mm-hmm. uh, this money this particular money mm-hmm. um and I guess like the the statement I made kind of rubbed one of our elected officials my uh the wrong way and and the statement uh from them or the question from them came was it imposed to um at the time uh planning and zoning director now interim city manager Chris Bloom the question was imposed to um, you know, to him as, you know, what do we do with CBDG funds, community block development grants? And he was like, you know, so like this curb and gutter and sidewalk that we put everywhere in the South End, and might I add, we do not have curb and gutter everywhere in the South End. I'm going to say that we do not have council person. We do not have curb and gutter all over in the South End. So being that you said that, we gonna want you and everybody else to make sure that we have curb and gutter and sidewalk throughout the entire South End. Um, so those sidewalks can come can can come about because through especially through CBDG funds, uh, community black yeah. development funds that can come through that. Mind mind you, we're about to go through budgeting. Uh-huh. Um. I don't know if y'all know, but I'm gonna be at, I'm gonna be at City Council Tuesday because it's it's petitions that the citizens of of this this section of Ward Three is in dire need of, um, including a safe, sufficient, and effective evacuation plan from back here. Uh-huh. Again, like I said, when we have torrential downpours, every underpass around us flood these alleged curbs and gutters that we have they flood and these are new these are new incidents that residents are complaining about especially since the incident of harvey now everybody knows that our uh urban street underpass flood at a whim we could go spit in that tony terry james we could go spit in wait, that wait, a minute, wait, a minute, wait, 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 wait a minute before you go any further and talking about the underpass on the urban street on the past just before you get to washington it was designed to be a holding pond. Hey, I thought that was. I thought that was. I thought that was. In collaboration with the text yeah. that in the city <laughs> Right. Yeah, that hey, is just, hey, uh, point, pointing out that now I drive MLK every day, right? Uh, headed back home. There still must be, uh, which is going to be uh, City of Beaumont has the, the leak 
which uh, Chris has pointed out a few times. Uh, but it's going to be TxDOT to open up the roadway, probably, or the city of Beaumont to open up the roadway. Because what is it, uh, uh, Chris? Is it the uh, the sewer over there, or is it a drain yeah. that's just leaking? Because they yeah. get they keep on just pouring asphalt on, like that's going to help out the. You know, we have a, a dip, and it just progressively gets worse. All in the far left lane on MLK right if you hit that dip you can look to the right and you can you can see that the that the underpass is directly under you so what was it that uh fecal matter and everything drains and rains down like a waterfall every once in a while yeah no in that every, it, Chris? every time it rains um you could you yeah. can bet it like either side and and that's if we're yeah. leaving out if we're leaving out of the south end we'll be able to see shit falls and if we're coming in, we'll yeah. be able to see shit falls. Well, listen. Yeah. You got, you That's got crazy. Side, you at least got sidewalks on, underneath the underpass. <laughs> <laughs> Slippery. <laughs> Slippery when wet. I will say, I think every I think every underpass have sidewalks. Right. Um, yep. Yeah. But the question but, is, can you access them from the street? No, you can't because the curb is no. you know, the curb sits up right. and there's no no ramp or no right. slope. Right. Um, so you bet you gotta right. hope to you gotta hope like him. And even you know, even sidewalks, regular sidewalks, if you do have access to a sidewalk, most of the time you still have the regular curb and gutter rounded sidewalk where yeah. if you are in a chair, you have to boom, 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 and hope like hell yeah. you don't fall. In one of those booms in your in your chair, yeah. or like I said, we have a we have a community. I have a community that who transportation is a bike. That's their main transportation. Right. So yep. if we can't readily again, if we can't read, the city of Beaumont has approved or had approved. I don't know if they re, if they rolled rolled that back, but they had approved that citizens could ride the bikes. On the sidewalk. Now, according to the state okay. of Texas, that's illegal. But the city of Beaumont says that you can ride your bikes on the sidewalk. There have not hmm. been any implementation since that since that move has been made in council. There's been no Im imitation saying that they were going to rectify public access when it comes come to sidewalks. Now, I will say this no. also: 2002. I started attending city council. Several seniors at that time were addressing city council, mem all members of council, about sidewalks, especially in the north end, south end, or older areas where the trees have, you know, got the sidewalk looking like a ramp for skateboards. Yeah. Um, we use them for jump ramps. Yeah, the tree didn't wipe the, the, yeah. the tree didn't wipe the, the sidewalk completely out, or it's just overgrown yeah. grass that's that's covered the sidewalk. Again, yeah. when the, the again this was 2002, 2003 when the citizens were asking for access to the public. Here it is, 2022, 20 and the citizens are still begging the the city this city government. I'm not talking. I don't give a damn who elected. We are still yeah. asking this city government for sidewalks and access to public places. That's crazy. That's yeah. that is yeah. great. I I'll go on the record like I did before. I was for the AT and T purchase 
because I also thought that they had plans for it. And now supposedly they don't actually have plans for it. My guess was right on that as, as far as he states and as far as uh, what they're stating now. Because before there was supposedly drawn out, everything was planned out and whatever else. But just imagine what $5 million could have did for sidewalks if they actually invested in sidewalks if they had $5 million. They they probably still wouldn't do it, though. That's the right. point. And even uh, You can't get them about. to get it even if they... yeah. They say that they have $44 million in the bank. And I always say, well, it's good to brag about your money, but if you're not using it for anything, then why even talk about it, right? James, it's, thought, it's a guy that... James, I'm sorry to cut you off, but I thought you were much smarter than that. And let, let, let me get back. Let huh? me, let me, let me, let me, I thought you were much smarter than that. Let me, let me get back with you. Nope. Right here. Hold on, nope. I, got, I got to do this. Now, you, yeah. how can you be in favor of something a project man. like that without a plan what was the plan? man i had i i saw pictures i saw i saw plans now if they're saying they're going back on all that and they have like i was sold on drawings and everything else i've seen i had i had talks with and everything but now to say that they don't have any clue on what's come on man Give it back to Tom Flanagan. Let him go ahead and do something no, with it. Hell, hell take no. it. No, 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 no. Look, 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 look. With, hold on, hold on. With two things, two things. Hear, hear me out, two things. Wait, 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 before Get you say that. Wait, you know. say, wait a minute, wait. Before you say that, let me just uh -huh. let the audience know what we're talking about. We're, now right. we were talking about sidewalks. We're still talking about <laughs> sidewalks, but now we have jumped on another topic Five 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 Main Street, the old AT right. building that the right. city purchased right. for how many dollars? How many millions of dollars? Five million. Okay, right, five two million, million. and then it's going to be estimated five million. We're okay, locked now, in for that. Okay, now guys, go ahead on. So, so if 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 we could get a buddy, my guess, uh, if we can get him to. Get back with Tom, forfeit the building, get it back to him, get in. I'm I'm for the battleship too, with, with the plans of uh if we can get the battleship in. I regardless, I would want the, the building gone if the battleship was there, or I would say keep the building there and knock out a section and redo like remodify the building and keep the build, you know, the battleship. Do all that, make a big old public. Can I ask all three of you all something? The battleship of Texas was parked and docked mm -hmm. right there in Channel View, Texas, which is about 51 miles from here. Right. How many of you have visited the battleship of Texas? I haven't. All right. And yeah. it passes right through Interstate 10. You pass by. You well, see it. It's right to your well, left. All right to your right coming out. How many well, times have you Right. Visit. Okay. Now, but, but no, wait, 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 Tourism adventures, all kinds of things there. Yeah. So if you got somewhere to tour, then well, hey, listen, that's the battleship. Let's go over there while we're over here. Well, True. in Beaumont, 
ain't shit down there but Nature's River right. and the bridge. So what's going right. to bring them there? Well, I wouldn't use the boat as just the, hey, come see the boat. But being the location as where it is now, you actually have to exit off, go around, come back up to go see the boat. So it's like Highway 8, Highway this, Highway that, to get to it. However, all those other USS, Alabama, New Jersey, all those are pretty much directly off of I-10. So that's the good part of having, even if it's not people passing through, if it's just schools, if it's, you know, our communities near here, (laughs) Chris. So, so like I say, that's the only reason, but as long as we don't have any kind of investment into it, and supposedly I've talked to Battleship Texas and supposedly the only thing that we would, we would be required to uh, put up is a 10,000 square foot building. That's where my guest was talking about the AT&T building section used as a uh, part of their visitor center. And then after that, the, uh, then they would need mooring, just the, the boat placement and the, and the ramp too. And then that's it. But beyond that, everything else is actually provided by the state of Texas. So we don't take on any more debt besides the 10,000, like providing the structure for them to have a visitor center and to have a mooring placed in the ground right there at the uh, at the riverside uh, but beyond that we don't have any kind of uh, uh obligation we don't own anything to the boat that's all we do is do that and then okay. everything else is left up to the boat so, and that's state you, of texas okay, I'm a, I'm a, okay. I'm a play how, many time, how many times you expect it you to visit that boat. I, 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 I don't know how many times you're gonna go. I, I love. I tell you what, you're gonna every 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 three months you're gonna go and visit. I'm gonna have and I'm, I'm gonna say you. <laughs> I'm gonna say you my popcorn and my boot. I'm gonna have at the front gate. Uh, but I understand, Jay. I'm gonna say this. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead, Terry. Yeah, I'm gonna say this, and I'm on where I live back here. I bet you it's about four or five hundred people that don't care about a boat. They don't care about right. an AT and T building. That's about right. how many people can't flush their toilet when they rain. Yeah, they don't yeah. like me. I don't care about a boat. Right. I don't care about a right. building. I don't care about right. Mardi Gras. I don't care about none of that stuff. When you go flush right. your toilet when it rains and it come back towards right. your house. What right. what Mardi Gras gonna do for me? What a sidewalk right. gonna do for me? What is right. any of that gonna do for me? And the hey, three right. to four hundred people back here that right. push that thing on their toilet and everything right. go down and not come back in right. their house. They so I don't oh, but, care but you didn't wait, 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 wait. How, many, how long has this been going on? I mean, I, I, I've heard it many, many times. Man, I'd like I was, to hear I was it one more my, time. I was in my forties, and I'm sixty-one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, did, did you know that you you don't know that they have this miracle device where it stops? It's that back. It's that backflow that, that they're digging out the sewer lines and dropping in these boxes now. Do you know that that's that's the miracle fix? Because every time they have a sewer issue, that's all the city of Beaumont goes and does is drops in a box for a black a backflow preventer that right. still backflows back into the NAM house. Because they yeah, won't because scope the pressure. lines. 
Right. They won't scope the lines with a camera. And another thing, uh, probably with yours as well as other ones, like the one over there by Martin, I think it's Martin Elementary, where the two street pipes go down to a manhole where that manhole always pops the top and the stuff flows out. Well, there's a lift station that it it goes off It goes offline all the time. Everybody that have those things in their yard, they have them close yeah. to a manhole. I mean, yeah. that. Well, well, well. Like I say, the 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 everyone that I've seen that I've come to is a lift station that's supposed to take the water mm-hmm. out away from there. The the breaker or something trips on those lift stations, therefore all the sewer pops up and knocks the manhole covers or pushes the pressure back into the uh, people's homes. The deal is, is why don't they have all these lift stations on some kind of generator to make sure that people's homes don't get flooded? Because what? The city of Beaumont they, takes no responsibility. They don't, yeah, but I'm saying if it wrecks your house, if it flows into your house and you have sewer throughout your whole house and it damages all your sheetrock and everything, the city of Beaumont has a waiver or or something. One way or another, they take no responsibility legally. Yeah. Regardless, you're you're left up to it. So what they need to be doing is putting generators on these lift stations so they never fail. Uh, that is a citizen meeting on May 22nd at Rogers Park. And that is uh, the topic of that meeting is the brown water issues, the water department problems that we have here in Beaumont. So we'd like to, hell, hell, we'd we like should, to invite everyone we, over on that date also. Well, go ahead. I'm sorry. We, should, we shouldn't have no brown water over here in the North End, at least in my area for, I don't know, maybe six months at least. Hell, they left a water hydrant, a fire hydrant running for over a month. So I, I, I don't that's I don't good. see why uh that's good yeah they let it they, they cracked it open to do a street repair and they left it running for a month I let it run <laughs> I wanted to see how long they managed their own city well let, let, I don't I don't this. need to do the three one one and and manage the city for them if the councilman for this ward lives right down the street if he can't pay attention to his own ward I'm sorry I'm not going to do it for him well let me let me let me when we had an efficient water department, uh, there were hydrants that would run randomly every month. <laughs> that alleviated yeah. not only sediment in the lines, it also alleviated the smell, the funk that people get out of their hydrant. It also eliminated right. the color that we're starting to see. Right. We lost over a thousand years of experience in the in the water yeah. department. Fuckery, excuse me, with the mess that Kyle Hayes had going on. So, right. our life is in danger, Molly. <laughs> and no certified individual at the water department currently can tell you what's really going on. What's going on, people? How y'all doing? <laughs> the, so, that, yeah. That's- that's the that's the mayor of, South, of the South End. <laughs> right, 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 right. Hey, Chris, you know, um, and I, I, let me say this. Uh, I, you know, I live in on the West End, okay, and I live. Uh, I like well. I just go ahead and say where I do live. I have a home in Barrington Heights, and uh, I am afraid to even get in. You know, when I get in a tub or or the shower. Um, when I get in a shower, I can smell this odor in the water. And I don't know what it is. And I, I, it's like, 
yeah. I can't, I can't describe to you what is that smell I smell in the water. So what yeah. I'm saying is, is that it's not just an issue in Almeida area, Parachute area, or it's a citywide issue, and it cannot. Yeah, I think y'all are wrong. I think, I think y'all are wrong. I don't, I don't think y'all smell anything, anything or but... see anything. Oh really? Oh no, hey. he James <laughs> nah. is in hell right now. <laughs> Man, I, I smell it at my house. I smell I it the, here, Tony. The load, the load, the load water well been down for almost a month now. So that, they all that's where I thought it was coming PSI. from because this area, yeah. This area, I thought, was it, it's a mixture in the north end, supposedly, where the, the water feeds from the river and the lobe, you know, from, from both sides. Uh, and we get, you know, the mixture. And I, and I had customers that had plumbing issues where they have heavy calcium. I call it What's calcium. That's white, it's white deposit sediments uh, in their valves, right? Their stems and stuff. Uh, I thought it was just this area. But now with Tony saying it's way out in Barrington Heights, too, maybe... Maybe that's a feed no, that's or closer sure. to the west end to the north gets that uh get that mixture. I don't Chris, how's that uh in the south end? Do you get odor the same way? Yeah. I, like yeah. the crazy part okay. about it is it's for <laughs> the, He can't go nowhere without getting ready bass. <laughs> like 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 Tony said, uh it comes from yeah. the odor comes. When we're taking a shower, comes when we're washing dishes, yeah. comes when we're, you know, sitting yeah. in the house. Uh, you, you smell fecal matter or uh, some sewer yeah. type of Yeah, like a sulfur, like all kind of oily right, right, smell. Right, right, right. right. Yeah. So, a, lot, a lot of people say that they, right. I mean, they feel you even have the oil that in there. Top of that. Well, yeah, and then on top of that, you have the chemical makeup or the treatment chemical makeup that the city of Omaha uses. Yeah. To treat your water so you have right. all these different types of smells not to mention if you go sit on your porch because me we in my neighborhood we like to sit outside um because right. we are not just a close-knit neighborhood but we feel safe enough to sit on our porch and enjoy one another so like right. um you know we'll we'll have like moments of of a a, a funk that will come across the neighborhood Hopefully you're not standing at the corner because you'll find out where it comes from. Mm -hmm. um, it's coming right. from your storm drain. It's coming from you know, that's where it's come. That smell is coming from. It's coming from your your storm drain in your house. Uh, the storm the um, storm drain well the sewer drain out of you, in your house and the storm drain from outside. The one that sits at the corner, the catch basin that's supposed to catch storm right. drain water. I, for the life of me, I don't understand how storm drain places smells like sewer containment or supposedly sewer containment yeah well i i think in many areas man there it's like a guy i know uh i ran out there to uh what's that plant road uh, one of the roads i think it's like sewer or something like that off of plant road i uh, went to go look at a uh a hole that the city of beaumont had dug to replace a line and they left it with the barricade up for i think it was i think it was six months to a year uh they never fixed it never filled the hole back in the the orange mesh barricade kept on falling into the hole a lady then was ticketed because she couldn't mow her grass in the ditch because the water from that hole was keeping her whole ditch wet 
they wanted to ticket her and give her a hard time. An elderly lady at that. That's the city of Beaumont. Come to welcome here. Uh, so it ends up that uh, I went out there. I had called the city a few times, this and that. They finally went out there and, and placed that. But whenever I, you know, I filled it in, uh, I went and looked at across the street on the other side of that same street. Uh, there's a ditch. And I was looking at all the water was draining it into like a crawfish hole. I was like, well, there's no crawfish under there that's that thirsty, right? So uh ends up that there must have been that same sewer break on the other side had also been broken on this other side directly under a ditch. So they're, they're cross-contaminating the storm drain with the sewer water. Hell, I went to go look it over at Martin, by that, that same Martin uh, man, that, that water lift station. There's a sewer line. You can look in the manhole grate. I got pictures of it, and you can see a sewer line that's been punched through the storm drain. I've never seen a, a sewer line ran through another line. It, it, Beaumont is full of that stupidity, to say the least. Thing about on, it on, the, on the water infrastructure, on all levels, drainage and water supply. Nobody on, nobody on council wants to be the bad guy. And go to no, these people be and, positive. and tell them go, they don't want to go to the people that's that's over that stuff <laughs> and tell them say hey no. you know we need to do this nobody has the the guts to do right. that that's that's wants to be even friends. even us even us as citizens you know it's not enough yeah. of us that go up there it's not just them it's us yeah you know we got a few of us that go up there and say stuff but. A lot of us don't. We don't have the gut, yeah. and, and them up there don't have the gut to go even to the city manager or whoever over the ward and say, hey, you're not doing your job because this is happening. Right. It's not enough. I'm Nobody like this, man. Guts. If they're going to be so crucial of us, then why can't they be crucial of themselves? But we're always bowing our heads to them, and I don't. I don't do it no I more. I tell them how it is. I'll cuss them out. I don't give a damn. What? <laughs> it, it didn't matter to me because the deal is if they're not doing their job, like an old cow put it out to pasture if it ain't going to milk, right? So deal is is slaughter it, get it done, move it. Next election, next election comes up, remove them. Remove them, get somebody else in there. Y'all stop voting. I mean, just in general, everybody stop voting for the person that, like now, oh, they did a good job, this one, oh, did it, and smiles the best, and oh, he's so positive. Man, remove them if they're not doing nothing. Man, people don't even trust the, the count that came out. I, and I, but you know the biggest thing? Yeah, let me, let's not even the go The biggest there. thing I see is that we, 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 we pay, we paying for water that we can't even and use. Yeah, I What's wrong with us? We yep. can't even drink it. Every we month. can't even use it. What's yeah, wrong with every, every month that bill shows up on it. Yeah. So, I'm going to go but back to that. But, but with them leaving water uh, fire hydrants running for months, our water should be free, right? Since they can run that valuable source that they're charging me for, they're running it down the drain after a month of uh, a month down the road after clearing the line they close up all these other ones and they're just running it because they forgot about it well do we get our money back do we get a refund or or do or can we at least stop cutting off older uh, or older people's water and disabled people can we go ahead and give them free water at least since we're running all this water because we're not maintaining the lines like we should be doing if we're going to be wasting water can we yeah, just but- give it away to the people that actually need the water they can't pay for it but I, I really thought hard about that, that the other day. I'm like, when I seen the water bill, I'm like, wow, I haven't even drank no water 
right. thing I do with it is wash my clothes. Right. Wow. <laughs> That's something to think about, though. That- <laughs> That's it. Like, like, like Tony, like, like, like Tony said, we we paying for a service we can't even use. No. I mean, and like, yeah. like I said earlier, oh. well, like I said earlier, you have to take in count the 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 treatment and everything else that's going on with the water that we're getting scooped you know that, that get your hand out of my pocket yeah pretty, pretty much yeah you know right yeah get your hand out of my pocket now i did have some i did have something to say about you know what i'm saying that whatever they're going to do downtown uh-huh i am the i am the adjacent neighborhood i am the adjacent community to downtown beaumont and if we don't have sidewalks, you don't want yeah. us in downtown Beaumont. Yeah. Yeah. Period. I was about to tell you, Chris, stay in your area. That's what the railroad track with no sidewalks is. Stay in your, hey, stay in your area, okay? Don't you interrupt what they want done in their area of downtown, okay? Don't you dare cross the, <laughs> those lines, <laughs> those trains. Good evening. Those train tracks are lines for a reason. Okay, y'all talking about y'all talking about this ship coming to downtown. I mean, like, Uh-oh. but Chris Uh-oh. can't access it though. I understand. Yeah, so safely what, access no, that I'm ship. Gonna go back, so you're I'm gonna, still paying for it. So I'm gonna go back to five 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 Main Street. Mm-hmm. Why did mm-hmm. we invest? Why did we invest that much money in? Uh, and then we're gonna tear it down. That's uh, right. Yeah, we couldn't That's use that money yeah. for sidewalks. You could this building that building was built to withstand hurricanes at category seven, you know, category seven hurricane. Now if, if it's right. that if it's that unique, uh and ATT knew especially in the the age of that for communication that that's the type of building that they would need at that river bank to withstand not just hurricanes but all elements of natural disaster, um, including the firewall that's in there. I mean, y'all have to yeah. understand this building, this building is very unique in, the, in, in its sense because, um, especially being in that particular place, because at, at the, the time of, of surveying, AT&T had no idea where they were going to put their, their uh, split center, which is to go east, northeast, south, and west coming from the Baton Rouge area. So that yeah. was their best. That was their best. So I, I, I will say yeah. as a developer, as as well as one that brings in investments to the potential investment to the area, every investor I didn't spoke to, um, every investor that I know, <laughs> uh, they're saying, uh, or developers that I know, construction companies even, they're saying they will do it but they want to be able to do whatever, you know, plans and developments, redevelopments with the building, with access to that building. Um, I don't agree with tearing the building down. I don't agree with demolishing the building um, because I know that there could, there is something that can be done with that building, whether it's a living center, whether it's a community meet place, you know, whether um, it's a, 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 an amusement center of some sort. Um, Yeah. But I will say, whatever you're going to do there please don't um please make it attractive enough to drive people off of the interstate please make it attractive enough attractive enough to bring us to to bring us into the downtown area consistently because if not 
Yeah. All you did was purchase a building and we, you know, that's it. And you're going to tear it down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another thing for a splash pad in downtown, Every mm. almost every park in the city of Beaumont has a splash pad. Me personally, I right. think it's disgusting. I think it's yeah. nasty. I really think that's, that, that type of yeah. entertainment is nasty. But that's yeah. not, I'm neither here nor there. But if you have right. splash pads in every section of the city of Beaumont, don't bring a, spa, a splash pad into downtown <laughs> right. Beaumont. That makes right. no sense. Any developer, right. whether he does urban development, whether they do, you know, I mean, they will tell you don't do that. <laughs> they, they, right. Especially how uniquely that that 555 is set up on Main Street and has access yeah. to Pine Street and have access to what's that um Fannin is that Fannin I think that's Fannin Street you have access Straight across to all, from all of downtown without yeah. restrictions this is not on a one way street like uh Willow or Park right, right. And again, I'm See, but that, that's the deal, though. Whatever they do, that, downtown, that was the deal. You don't have access for us as as boundaring neighbors, boundaring residents. Even let's go to the let's go to the real old town, the real old town that's on this <laughs> side of the that's on this side of MLK. The real old yeah. town also have no access across some of those same tracks. Calder, the mm -hmm. one on Martin Luther King, the the one that. Encompasses yeah. almost their entire neighborhood. Nobody yeah. has access to uh, access over those tracks. So you are aren't, like, the, aren't those, Chris? Aren't those all city streets though? Also, I'm just I'm just pointing out because I know College, being a text dot, is the only state thoroughfare that connects to MLK that actually has the connecting sidewalks. Beyond that, everything City of Beaumont does is half-assed. It, it doesn't have what needs to be done, even by ADA standards. They don't do it, and they hope that people don't look at it, or people that they think are not worth it in minority communities. I don't care. My The majority of the council right now should have changed all that. But the problem is, is st it still exists, and it's sickening how it, it's still is no answer to it yet we're talking about other stuff we're always addressing other things and we're not addressing the basics why have a car with a screwed up engine if you're going to throw a three thousand dollar paint job on it address the engine first correct or you can't go nowhere address the infrastructure address everything underneath and on top infrastructure wise for access to the people and then after that go ahead and beautify from that point on like there's a whole lot of stuff that we're not doing that are necessities compared to BS, the 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 stupidity type things that they're always trying to bring in this. Oh, let's bring in this new attractive uh, attraction. Let's uh let's uh, go ahead and push this, push that, and it's just to celebrate it. What was that in uh, Gladiator, the movie Gladiator, where they said uh, Julius Caesar gave the Romans you know 300 days or whatever of celebrations. And it's made to distract you. It, you're distracted now with all the foolery of, oh, look where we got beautiful more uh, murals. We got uh, events downtown, but they're still not addressing the basics, which is sad, man. None of them are getting up there proactively saying, hey, 
this is this. I, I saw in a commercial recently, uh, so, uh, a councilman say uh, that some people have said that the North End has a food desert. The USDA says that Beaumont has 10 food deserts. I was about if to you say look it, on the map, there's... It's on the government website. That's what I'm Beaumont saying. Beaumont has several food right. deserts. Right. So that, that type of stuff... That stuff, that that stuff right there pisses me off to say that you're listing it like just a random somebody is saying, oh, Beaumont might have had a food desert in the North End. Aren't we glad that we now have a grocery store? No, the USDA says the Beaumont has 10 USDA qualified food deserts in Beaumont. And if you look at it, it's in the north, the east and the south end of town, which, like I said before, the uh, downtown area has lawyer firms that bring in millions of dollars in bankruptcies. It has Exxon Mobil that produces millions of, of profits. It has uh, the Port of Beaumont that brings in millions. We have the the you know uh, Lamar University that I, I would think would bring in millions. But this is one of the most undeveloped area is the east and the south end of Beaumont. Why? Why is it the ones that bring in the money with the big corporations and whatnot not getting the same sponsorship from the city? It, well, it baffles me. Yeah, in, in the, there's a population shift for that. They don't. There's <laughs> the, the 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 population yeah, has but to be moved around for that in order for us well. But I'm saying that they say that Ward three and four. Oh, well, look, Magnolia got a new uh, thing of asphalt. And oh, what about the Washington project? But that's textile. That's, that's 50 50. That's not all city. And that was 38 million. It's not a hundred million dollar project. That was 38 million for Washington. So it, City of Beaumont is not investing that's not sufficient. the same percentage. The flood is insufficient We're because this flood. Yes. On on, yes. On and it has days. sidewalks what? that can't even cross a railroad. Everything you know they do They're is to keep doing. us quiet. It's, to, it's to make us complacent, yes. to accept, oh, look how lucky we are. We got a new store. So what? Yeah. And, and, they, and that's why I say it's all dressed water up. Map. They've done it yeah. with 311. Do you know if you go on 311 right now, you can't find a water complaint unless you're the one who made it and you go in through your email? Otherwise, it doesn't exist. But it keeps yeah. us quiet because we all think it's there. They're, they're supposed to hold records at least like for public works for like 10 years. I've requested all kinds of different public yep. works and I normally get it, but then I get like a, a standstill whenever I got sidewalks. I'm looking for the sidewalks that run from Dallin Road all the way to Ray, uh, Major Drive on both sides on the Bering Heights uh, side and then on the FEMA, FEMA flood uh, district side. I'm, I'm looking for that information on that and they, oh, well, no, we, we don't have it. It was like, what, just maybe five years back that it was done. So how is it that you don't have the records for a sidewalk on both sides and the smaller sidewalk from Dallin in sections is smaller from Dallin to Daisy Lane and it costs 326 or $29,000. You had to get a grant for that. Where's the money? How much did it cost? How long did it take for those two sidewalks that maybe joggers use? So joggers are using these, uh, these uh, sidewalks when they can jog in Barrington Heights neighborhood compared to kids, elderly, wheelchair bound, uh, mothers with, with baby strollers that need sidewalks across railroad tracks that are using them every single day, can't get 30 feet. Where's 
Alderman Samuels for 30 years turning on that same street where there's no sidewalk at, at those railroad tracks. Where is uh, Robin Mouton where the sidewalks don't connect over Washington Boulevard or railroad tracks? When it was a Washington Boulevard text dot 50-50 plan to do it, why is it incomplete? Why is it not being done ADA regulation-wise? And I can the only follow it for really. uh, chapter, cha- uh, Title Six. I can only say it's a civil rights issue being Title Six, and that the, the Department of Justice needs to uh, investigate. Yeah, the biggest I question think the to Department me of is, of, is not really where, have, where are they? It's, it's, it's where we at. Because again, they are, where we they at. are not restricting where themselves. They are restricting us. Yep. We are the ones that are yeah. restricting. Yeah. So if, well, yep. if like like you said, I know for sure on Washington Boulevard, the crossing is set. The crossing is ready, especially for TxDOT or whoever is supposed Because I'm going to say it again. There's an easement that's at the railroad that does not belong to the city. Mm-hmm. TxDOT is supposed to, after the city... After the city completed their section on Washington Boulevard, TxDOT was supposed to implement the continuance of the sidewalk plus the padding that goes over for public access. TxDOT, I'm sorry, the railroad company. The particular yeah, railroad. The railroad is supposed to lay it, but according to TxDOT, the city of Beaumont is supposed to fund right now. At least with this hill big, I know, but. Uh, I'm not sure about the Washington. If if yes. if who I talk to, it's our it's already, if I talk it's to, already paid for. Is what I'm saying. The 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 work that the the scope of work that the city of Beaumont planned for Washington Boulevard included the railroad tracks and the easement of that railroad track. That track, yeah, but they didn't in, they didn't on, include wait, sidewalks even up Washington to an easement. Boulevard just got finished. I mean, completely complete access to to public transit. <clears throat> all access of public transit, whether you on foot, you on a bike, you in a car, you on a roller coaster. Um, mm-hmm. You have access to Washington Boulevard. Not long after the uh, eastbound side of Washington Boulevard was open, the railroad track caved in in the middle. So mm-hmm. is that the city's supposed to do that? Because again, mm-hmm. without without no. the railroad company doing what they were what they are allegedly paid for that never happened as well as their mm-hmm. their routine maintenance and upkeep of all tracks that they own so the city oversees that the city is supposed to keep the railroad in check it's in the ordinances yeah yeah well that's why that's why i say is the city uh the the in the center the wood the wood uh uh uh, logs or whatever the tracks, the uh, uh, trellises, whatever the 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 uh, railroad is responsible directly for that. Anything to the right or left past that point is the city's responsibility because that's where sidewalks will go. They have to get the the railroad to actually lay in because they have to stop trains and whatever else. So they have to coordinate with. I've contacted the council. Gave them all letters, you know, like send them emails, every yep. every single one of them. Uh, and I've sent the uh, the city manager as well, included in a private, you know, a different uh, uh, email to the city for questionnaires and whatnot. The city is not taking their part in what they are supposed to be doing. That's why they are being investigated right now 
per the lady that I contacted, the, the head of the civil rights uh, uh, department in TxDOT. She is, you know, started with her investigators here locally that they're supposedly looking into it to find out what kind of violations are being done because she's looked at the stuff on the on Google, scanned down for everything that I told her about, and I'll be contacting her. I was telling Tony I, I was going to contact her as soon as I could, I could be before wrong. this up. Because it's been a minute since I looked at the ordinances, but the city is allowed to shut the railroad down if they don't do what the city says. Like the city has to go in there and say this isn't right. You got to fix this, and the, and the the railroad has so long to fix it. We're not doing that. We're not taking care of that. Well, obviously not, because we still got trains that sit on the track that restrict access to <laughs> emergency vehicles. So I don't yeah, know. and they blow their horn at three thirty in the morning. They're not supposed to do that either. Correct. Isn't there a noise ordinance? Yes, there is, and I've given that to council myself. Right, exactly. Yeah, I never hear but, a horn over here. So, Right. I was just about to say, now, the one that's inside of the gate at the industries that I live around, now, that one blows three to four minutes long. I'm over here <laughs> off of uh, Laurel and, and, and Calder, and we hear it at 3.30 in the morning every morning. Wow. And it just blows, and it go, it'll go for 20 minutes. Wow. I haven't yep. heard a train horn over here in years. Lucky. <laughs> you know, that, they are blocking me. me up almost every damn day. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> for you. <laughs> well, we I think we hit on all the topics that we wanted to talk about. We still have more, but our time is limited. Uh, let's, uh, let's go to our comment. Uh, and I've got one from one of yours, uh, Chris, one of your uh, neighbors. Uh, in, the south, in the south end, excuse me. You like to read it? You can go yeah, for it. Go so her, her comment says from Cheryl Richardson Jackson, uh, she's a real good neighbor of ours, uh, as well as have an organization uh, that's in this area as well that meets the need of the people. But she commented and said, the south end needs attention. Odwin needs to come talk to the ne talk to the people he's supposed to be representing. No sidewalks for the children to walk to and from school, and that's Charlton Pollard Elementary and Martin Luther King. Uh, no community or resource center in this area. Uh, the water is funky. My concern is for my community who are being ignored and forgotten about. Murderers and school issues need to be addressed and plans implemented for our children to have things to do during the summer. A food desert and we are on life support over here. And I, I mean, like, I totally agree, especially with her, with, with the the life support because you know we have two schools in, in in the boundaries of our neighborhood association um we have every every industry you could possibly think about in our neighborhood um and there's no um i guess advocacy when it comes when it comes to our elected official um yeah. even even when it comes to you know like parks and recreations um, I've communicated with Terry on, on, on an issue that has been plaguing this community uh, park uh, for six years. I want to say six years for sure. And it's the, the issue is, is getting worse. Uh, and the resolve, I guess, that they so chose to do for the, for the play area in the park was put a board over the deteriorated metal. Um, it's, was that the one you sent me, Chris? To, yeah, to, um, yeah. That's what Very they did. Very substandard. Very substandard. Well, I'm gonna talk to uh, them the next time I go to the meeting too. I'm gonna tell as, them. 
as well as the as well as that wood chip that's down there uh terry i, I mean like yeah i don't know if they know but that's nasty <laughs> yeah. i'm gonna email them i'm gonna email them in the Chris. it's a lot of, i appreciate that bro it's a lot of issues that you know that we have in this in this particular community that i know we address all elected uh members of, of council uh, we address issues with TxDOT, uh because there are, we found out that you know some properties or responsibilities we thought were the cities uh, come to find out they're they trying to I, I guess I'll say they're trying to place blame on each other. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, you need to yeah. call this department with this with this yeah. entity, or no, you need to call this entity with that department. So I mean, like yeah, and and as persistent hey, as, as most of the yeah. Send me your email address. When I send it to them, I'm gonna include you in. I'm gonna include you in it. That way, you know, we'll know what they say. Yeah, I, I I'll totally put, agree. I'll include you in the email. Include me also. Copy me also. Uh, uh, okay. Terry, okay. Please. Absolutely. Okay. Um, but um, but you know that there are several. There are like like Cheryl, like Cheryl said right now. There are there are several engagements that I I remember members because I'm, I'm gonna say it again we vote for four i don't care if you went to the poll and didn't vote for ardwin he's your elected official i don't care if you went to the poll and didn't vote for aj he's your elected official i don't care if you went to the yep. poll and didn't vote for randy he's your elected official i don't care if you went to the poll and right. didn't vote for robin she is your elected and when you address your right. elected those are the four people that you have to address if ardwin if yep. we bring an issue to ardwin right. We need to bring that same issue to AJ and to Randy, so that yeah. so that yeah. AJ, Randy, uh, and Ardwin can collectively bring mm -hmm. those issues to the agenda. Period. Well, hey, yeah. but wait a minute. but those, is, and, and wait a minute for those who are listening and watching, and would like to share this to our city councilman and mayor and those city managers. That part that you just spoke on, uh, Chris. I want to give them a, a place that they can go to it if they want to fast forward to it. So you're going to go to one minute and 20, yeah, one hour, one hour, one minute 20 minutes. Minute. <laughs> yeah, right. Hour one minute, 19, 19 yeah, minutes. One hour and 19 minutes. You go to that spot, that time, and you can hear exactly what we are saying. And, we're and who you have to address. To address. Right. And, 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 and that's hey. on every facet. That's on every facet. The, the issue that James is talking about, the, the situation with 555 the the underpass the the, the public access that we uh, that we have the lack of public access that we have um I mean so yeah I'm I, and again I, I don't but, just advocate because we have you know we, we ride bikes out here for enjoyment or entertainment no I advocate on these issues because I have senior citizens and individuals with disabilities that that use an electrical chair, whether it's a, a hover round or whatever, they use an electrical chair to access uh, anything on the on the other side of our underpasses. There is right. no there is no um, inclined area mm -hmm. or a leveled area for individuals to ride over and or right. uh, um, move over safely without yeah. having to go down a steep underpants and and right. just real quickly 
I'm going to interject real quickly so that we can mark this time too, Tony. We are having a citizens meeting May 22nd at Rogers Park from 7.30 to 9.30. All council members are already aware. One has made any kind of acknowledgement of it. So if you're not aware or if you're going to claim you're not aware as of right now, now you are aware. That meeting is happening. Right. Where we go from there will be up to right. the citizens. But we are encouraging everybody to enjoy, to to join and, and partake in it. Participate. Two, two things regarding all council. Though. One thing is we can send them a, you know, like we send 311. Well, we can actually email all the council by going to the Beaumont.gov, uh, you know, uh, website off the city of Beaumont and send them a notification that responds like send them a, a notification hey here's a record that now i'm writing all of y'all letting you know in writing they are getting this push to them they are seeing it even if they don't answer back one way or another they are seeing the yeah. emails that's one on that two to add to chris uh saying that mouton randy aj and um and Aldwin is the representatives for that area it would be smart for the other representatives of the entire city, every ward member, like I said before, if I ran for at large or if I ran for ward one or two or three or four, I still consider myself an at large individual because just because my boundaries are in ward one, two, three or four, my heart is in the entire community of the city of Beaumont. Therefore, anytime someone calls me near Lamar or calls me during, you know, near Tram Road or by uh, um, Landis over in the West End or the Pine Street in the North End. One way or another, I will go to that individual just like every council member, even in a ward, needs to hear what everyone is saying. Hey, I have an issue here because it doesn't you being a ward one or a ward two or three or four ward member. You don't have to wait for that ward member to say, hey, man, I got a problem. Can you second me on this agenda? They can say, hey, there's a problem in Ward 3 and I'm a Ward 1 member. They need to bring up the topic that's affecting other, you know, other areas of Beaumont. If that ward member is failing, like a lot of ward members are failing, the community and a large member I know for sure is, is definitely failing the hearts of, of Beaumont. All of those individuals on council need to hear that they all need to be at large individuals and they all need to listen to the entirety of the city, not just their wards. Yep. That's the problem. We're not separate they wards. Say, oh, it's the city of Beaumont. Yeah, it's, oh, it's an Aldwin problem. Oh, it's a, a Chris Durio problem. Or, or where's that ward member at? Well, where is the other ward member from a whole different ward that has nothing to do with this ward with the problem? Where are they standing up for this ward that's not being served? Why don't right. they step on somebody's damn toe and do what they need to do for the citizens that still send tax money in to the city that they represent? They're not doing their jobs as a as a as a whole council if one area of Beaumont is failing. It's not just a ward problem. It's an entire city problem. It affects all of us. All of it affects all of us. To me, it's 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 more of a us problem than it is a them problem because it's more of us than it is a them. Yeah. And we we, if they can't handle it, bye. Right. 
it, the problem re, the the problem is is all those politicians doing their politician thing, smiling, grinning, keeping things positive, Beaumont, while the city is crumbling all around. I want to make sure my constituents are happy so I can get voted back in. But as long as Beaumont votes for me, I'm good. But beyond that, Beaumont can go to hell as far as a lot of the politicians are saying. Because they're not proactively taking care of the entirety of Beaumont. It's not about one ward or the other ward. It's about the entirety. And the city council today is failing the city of Beaumont's constituents as a whole. But people will vote for them, guaranteed. That's guaranteed. What, that's what, because that's of one good deal. Yeah, yeah. Because, because of one good deal. Oh, right. He's, he's so positive. So that the one good thing that they do looks like it's a miracle and we should be so looks thankful like, and, and, and kissing feet. No. Yeah. <laughs> blowing blowing balloons and celebrations every time they do one good thing, but they're they're screwing the city over every other time though. It's an attaboy. Attaboy, you did great. But what the hell is going on for the whole city? They're not proactively, they've always been reactive. That's the problem. None of the council today even are proactive on going out and implementing change for the entire city. It's a reaction to a problem. None of them have come up with solutions. None of them. And I know they Think hear about, it. None of them. Yep. They are all going a, off of what they've seen somewhere else. Because if I was a councilman, say over a ward, what I would do monthly, I would get, you know, find some kind of building. Well, I can invite mm -hmm. anybody that's in my ward to come. Even at large, right. they can do that now. Find a building. And right. you invite right. people to come into you and tell you what's going on. I mean, right. I did it. I'm like just a citizen. Small, that's not hard. Did, didn't do. they didn't but didn't they already say that during the runoff? Whenever yes. they I mean not the runoff, but during the run that there was gonna be town home talks and all this other BS that ain't happening. Did you yep. did, do you remember that yeah. there was gonna be more evening meetings? For now, I work till what four thirty every day. I can't take off of work to go till one thirty or one o'clock meeting. Yeah. So it's the it's the retired community that's able to go, and that's not a big pop. That's not a big meeting pool. So they're not gonna be mean? informed on all vote? the issues. That's that's the huh? that's the ones that vote. The older ones. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> but but every time every time on council, so you can't you can't i look at it like this y'all yeah we have a lot of issues that are going on yeah some of the issues mm -hmm. that that are going on currently have been going on i know for sure since 2002 if yeah. we haven't if we haven't made uh, i i guess significant dents in what we thought or what we see as issues to us then nine times out of ten the individuals that are elected are not giving you a plan or you are not giving the elected individual a plan the whole time that these individuals were running on running for our vote nobody hear me and hear me well offered any of these individuals a plan i'm talking about a plan from the people that they allegedly advocate and represent for none of us none of us collectively met before this election before these elections and said yep. this is the standard and synopsis of, and expectations 
unreachable expectations of the citizens of Beaumont, Ward 1, 2, 3, and 4. None of us have done that. Well, that's about to happen. I was about to say, uh, Trish has, has given us the opportunity to, to, to speak on that. I know for sure the neighborhood, this neighborhood association has given several times the opportunity, whether it was uh, whether it was from the internet or from a per- person on person perspective. We, we, we engage for sure in our elective process, as well as in, in reach out to those that are ele- that represent us as elected officials. Now, mind you, like I said, we have sent them a plan and, and, and what we plan to do for year one, year two of their term. As far as the citywide perspective, we have not done that. So we cannot right. expect these individuals to take up on, take our issues and make it matter to them because obviously right. it don't matter to us. They so look at us as individual that. voices instead of a collective. We're going to change that. We're going to collectively get together and we're going to make choices and we're going to set plans and we'll show it to them. And whether or not they follow should set the tone for the next election, because we, the citizens do set the tone for our elected officials. And if we're not demanding accountability and we're not, you know, trying to make things right, they're not going to either. Why would they? They got other things to do. Correct. Next election going to be crucial. And in, words, in, other words, in other words, in other words, we're going to give them right. In other words, we're going to give them a roadmap. That's right. We're going to yeah. start setting the tone. Be a lot of, be a lot of different faces on on council. We're going to give them the plan right. right. and see if they right. can follow. Right. Right. Now I'm they need to take the lead there too. You're not the. You're they need to take the lead right. when they you, see that us citizens are doing it. They better start doing it themselves. They're not you're right. They're not the, the one to be elected for what we have. Because it, I think about it, Beaumont. Yeah. When have when have you ever? And I said, when have you ever? When have you ever been presented with a plan from the members of council as to where we're going? 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 50 year plan. Have you been introduced to a 50 yeah. year plan? Right. So that's mm. one of the issues. One of the issues right there. We can identify that right now. We don't know where the hell we going. Whether and, and it doesn't matter who we elect. We have we the citizens of Beaumont don't know where the hell we are going. And we can't Could wait for that? an elected official to tell us where we're going. We, we are the did. ones that dictate to the elected official on how to get us there. At some point, somebody has to take a stance. Somebody has to stand up and say, nobody else is doing it. I'm going to do it. And you would think well, that leaders of the community, leaders, our elected officials who are there to lead us, would have done this already. Whether we've done it or not, right. they still have failed. So now we're going to do it. I believe. Pay attention to who, who who helps and who cares and who who's a part of this, because that's what matters. These people who are not going to be a part of it cannot be in office anymore. And they drag us down. Right. By, I mean, that's a nice way to gauge it, but you can't even do that because some of them are only there for opportunities. And I'm, yeah. I, and I'm not well, talking hey, about opportunities yeah. now that, for that'll the, weed itself out, elected, hopefully. For their, for their elected yeah. constituents. I'm talking about opportunities for themselves. Well, that needs to be weeded yeah. out. Well, but but it is I say this to, to an extent on that, it needs to be weeded out, but every everything is gonna look like golden and and and, and glorified every time that one of them pops up on uh, yeah. a news station and glorifies what they've been doing. But deal is is for the entire entirety of the city 
we're still not in a a position to brag about nothing because they're still not addressing the underlying issues they're still just barely getting along with these little positive little oh look we got some murals oh look we got an event oh look we got a new it's not right look let, let, let's say about the heb thing you know uh we've talked about this a while uh a while back uh so the grocery store now we have la marina uh la marina uh you know i'm messing up the name uh forgive me uh but we have a grocery store finally being able to come into the north end because heb has a 55 year deed clause restricting a perfectly good building that the same owner of uh, la morenita uh probably has also looked into i know aj turner had looked into the clause and the reason why heb's buildings just sitting there and it's for a 55 year deed clause so your child that's 10 years old will never see groceries in that building which was the only area in the north end that was available for groceries if that deed a piece of paper self-imposed by the heb corporation if they would have removed a self-imposed deed clause we could have had groceries here over five years ago going on to six years and maybe whatever however long it will take for uh la morenita to actually get started right to actually have groceries in there how they were thinking right well what they were thinking to the beef yeah, I, I was talking to the VP of donations, mm. the donations VP for HEB in corporate in San Antonio says that having a small grocery store in a community hurts a community. And this is comparable to having no grocery store because a smaller grocery store chain can't purchase the same amount of groceries like a big grocery store can therefore they don't feel the need to remove a deed if a small grocery store is going to come in and hurt the community by not having the the buying power this so is the head <laughs> before they even start right <laughs> remember heb moved in and killed the area with everybody going to them. So everybody else that was a small business grocery store moved out because they couldn't compete. And then when HEB then decided on having two stores instead of three stores, because there were other locations in Beaumont that did the same thing. One directly across from their location or, or down right down the street from on 11th Street, South 11th. And the other directly across from another grocery store, which the West End has, I think, seven or eight grocery stores, while the other areas get to share one or two or or possibly it's like it's like six total with La Marinita from Tram Road all the way around uh, East Texas Freeway all the way down I-10 on the east side. I think that there's a total of maybe five to six all the way to Lamar to do whole half of the city compared to a cup. It's a cup from from uh, Highway 90 to uh, East Texas going up to Num Lumberton. That's a cup right there. They have seven or eight grocery stores in that one cupped area that services the whole West End. But we have to share for the rest of Beaumont, six grocery stores spread out. So in the areas that are lower income that, that have to walk or whatever else, it's only a mile away from your closest uh, grocery store. You should be able to carry all your bags back or do like Mike gets and say, 
oh, get a taxi, ride the bus, bring your bring your groceries every time on your bus. Get if you need milk that morning <laughs> and you need to go ahead and run out to a store, it's just a mile away from where I'm at right here. So you should be able to make it back before the kids have to hop on the bus to go ahead and go to school. They should be able to then, I guess, get the free meal at school because they can't eat at home because you just ran out of milk. So that but H-E-B is super virgin. I, I, H, uh, Joe V's is actually owned by H-E-B and I gave the, uh, the corporation three examples. Like I asked her, I said, release the deed clause, have Joe V's come in or uh, do a partnership where hey, a smaller chain I totally that's technically going to hurt. I agree with John where, LeBlanc. Where they, uh, I agree with John LeBlanc. John LeBlanc is dead on. It has not, It has very little, uh, and don't get me wrong, yes, we, we see the corporation that holds the deed, but it has very little to do with their corporation. It has everything to do with what the investors signed up for. And most of it's those money. investors, most of those <laughs> investors were nope. at that particular time elected and or appointed individuals. Some of these individuals are also owners uh, in the mass of, of the masses of what's downtown. So again, I'm like, it's oh no, bigger, but H-E-B puts that, that corporation is bigger than it, it's bigger than what H-E-B says. It's also the contract that came that came into agreement with those individuals that purchased that that brought H-E-B to that particular location or that. Oh no, well, H-E-B, H-E-B was brought to Beaumont. H-E-B was brought to Beaumont by council at one point in time. Uh, some uh, a former Red, council member so, that passed away. So there you go, John. That that's what that's who that's who that that that's 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 who you address, John. Say that again, James. H-E-B, H-E-B was brought to to Beaumont by who? John V. Oh, I say by by a former council member that passed away. Exactly. Uh, he he had yeah. he had said about that during the mayor run. Uh, but deal is, is H-E-B still holds that D clause regardless. Like they, and they do, they do that Texas wide. So that's just not Beaumont only, but that's Texas wide. But a 55 year D clause is We have to understand that behind, mm-hmm. behind H-E-B are investors, stockholders, you, people that. Oh yeah. 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 H-E-B. I got you now. Yeah. So those are the individuals that, that behind H-E-B. Allow it proposed yeah. this particular property as well as that particular deed those those well they produced that right that, that, well that also wording, the, the, that wording i guess and that agreement mm-hmm. to not do anything for 55 years right i got you on that mm-hmm. but my my deal is is also the city of Beaumont now owes the citizens seven years of taxes because the city of Beaumont council at the time, whenever they invited HEB to just do the newer stores and shut down the three other stores, they gave them a $150,000 tax break, which would have covered their taxes for six years uh, for just the uh, uh, 11th Street location by itself. It covers them for the city of Beaumont. You know how you get the different lists of Jefferson County, the school, city of Beaumont. It would cover that particular store, if I'm correct, uh, six to seven years of no taxes paid to the city of Beaumont per that one location. So while they're getting in all these tax, you know, taxes from sales and employment, whatever else, they're still not 
paying the seven years in taxes for that location, at least at the same time that they're restricting another uh, portion of Beaumont from having a grocery store and actually gaining more taxes. So they're hurting us in both areas. They're hurting us in a tax break. And then they're hurting us in a 55 year deed clause where that store is set here and had a 99 cent store shortly started in it for like what a year maybe, but it has sat empty bringing in $20,000 total, I believe it was, for the million-dollar property uh, or $800,000 property, something like that. I think it brought in $20,000 or $21,000 per that location to the city of Beaumont. However, what could a functioning, working, employed store, you know, shelf-stocked store do for us in a community compared to what it's doing now? It could probably bring in 150,000 in taxes just to Beaumont, not just not Jefferson County, not BISD, whatever else. HEB has implemented this through their investors or whoever it might be. However, it's still represented by the HEB Corporation. And it's not by their San Antonio location. It's just the realty location in Houston. So, I mean, I suggest everybody call and, and give your displeasement or boycott them all together like I do. I drive past them. I don't even drive near them. They're located on the other side of town, and I used to drive to them. But uh, I, regardless, I, I I don't go to them any further. I, I don't spend a dime with HEB. But like I say, different man, things like that has been set up by the city of Beaumont. You live in the street. No, hey, we. Are, I'll, I'll pay. I'll pay. I don't mind paying more. Kroger, and I just run down the street. You go to Kroger. I have I have HEB here, and I have Kroger, and I have another one there. So, uh, All right. Of course, where you know where I am, but yeah, right. that oh, is what we said, yeah. right? On, hey, on the other now, side, now, of, hold on. on the other side let, of town, let, let me, we don't have that. Let option. me cut you off. Mm-hmm. Knowing knowing your location, Tony, and knowing that that deed clause affects all HEBs, imagine from your location. I know you got Kroger's down the street, and you got Walmart down that way, and then you got a Market Basket further away, right? But imagine if you had to wake up every day, leave your home and go to business, uh, go to work and see that that H-E-B closed down and how huge it is. And let's say that 55 year D clause restricted. What could that place ever be? And would you be happy that that thing? Oh, I know. That's why I I mentioned that. I mean, it's just right. It's catered to this area. Right. But but every area in the city has a desert yeah and and it's we're not being representative we, we haven't been right. representative right in our our world right. regardless okay. of you know like it's regardless if we live in a desert but you know the the poverty rate in beaumont it, right. if you if you line up five people three of them going to be underprivileged in some kind of way yeah. so it doesn't yeah. matter if you have a store right. or not right. but you got to find somebody that can create some jobs so mm-hmm. we can yeah. get that kind of stuff back in the city. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I applaud I applaud people like if you get any kind of award or anything like that. I applaud that because that's good. But I give praise to people that bring jobs to a city. Mm-hmm. No, nobody has brought a job here that employs two to three hundred right. people on a on an annual basis for more mm-hmm. than right. five years. You find me somebody right. that could do that. I'll heap bunches of praise on them, but. Where is that person right. at? Right. We haven't Where elected. That person person right. Right. We haven't elected. It may be one of us, you know. But will yeah. we be given a chance to prove that? 
I doubt it because we're not that person. One of one of us have that, that idea of what it would take to bring a, a place here that employs three to five hundred people on a yearly right. basis. The, not the just city of Beaumont, the city of Beaumont could do that by itself, yeah. especially by yeah. especially by doing what it's supposed to do. Exactly, right. exactly. But we gotta we gotta make them do it since they're not just gonna do it. Speaking about employment, then and then, so uh, Chris saying or uh, Chris saying, city of Beaumont. What about like I, I've worked in the St. Croix Virgin Islands at the plant, right? And every time that they did a, a, a turnaround, just like any other ones, they would hire temporary workers. What if we hired as the city of Beaumont temporary workers spot on when we get a little extra funds here and there? If we use temporary workers to do some of these projects like work on uh, curbing, like curbing to, to add in sidewalks, to do this, to do that. At the same time, implement uh, uh, technical schools or trade schools that would show Boy, our individuals that are unemployed. Boy, I almost hung huh? up. I mean, I almost hung Boy, up. That. Especially when it comes to uh, knowing that trade. You know what I'm saying? This, I remember I remember when the city of Beaumont yeah. used to do summer jobs. And, yeah. and like you said, temp jobs is, is, temp jobs is employment. So if, if you could temporarily employ me, I totally agree. But if you give me a sustaining job, especially with yeah. the city of Beaumont and I get benefits, this, that, and the other. I mean, if you can find me a sustaining job, all the city of Beaumont, like you said, have to do is create or in, or bolster their already existing uh, departments. That's well, yeah. Well, no. What I, well, like public, like what their, I was getting at. Public service what I, department, they need to branch that off into other, other, I guess, like sub departments so that there is a well, sidewalk you, department there is a, a right curb, a curb well, well, department, no, that's what a I was... department so yeah i mean like and and, and and like you said get these tip go to some of these tip agencies well, they, hire some of these individuals part-time or whatever um right well it's but, too but much here's work the two things done hey. by the city of beaumont to say that they have an unemployment rate like they have it is too right. much work. That's, it is that's too what much I mean. work to be done in the the in BISD to say that the employment right. rate is where it is. Right. And well, that, that's what that I'm talking about. They trying to work in petrochemical or in the industries. I totally understand that. I'm a man of non-manual right. labor. I don't like manual labor. I don't right. like manual labor. <laughs> I don't mind dictating and, and delegating information and you know to other people. But we have to understand that there's that population of individuals that are here. Right. Same goes, okay. Right. Another thing that the city of Beaumont should be doing is creating these incubators for, okay, we have identified the issue of a, 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 a food desert. For the city of yeah. Beaumont to build a place, a padded site area in, a, in an empowerment zone, the city would generate Man, come on. Y'all know the city already leasing all kinds of stuff as it is. Right. Right. So if the city well, was to provide see, hey. some of these rich opportunities that's posted on uh, a lot of these water towers out here, then that opportunity would be, would be, I, I guess, visible and reachable and obtainable to some of the people. I, it's like, like, like Terry well, said, hey, but let somebody come out here and do a business mm -hmm. That, that won't get shunned, by the way, because 
Right. Diadem Enterprise is a 16-year-old business created in Beaumont, Texas. Well, 17 years old as of March 15th, created in Beaumont, Texas. Can I can tell you how many times Diadem Enterprise have consulted for the, the city of Beaumont? Zero. I can tell right. you how many times Diadem Enterprise have brought issues to the city of Beaumont. Several. I can tell you how many times Diadem Enterprise have invite, inv brought investors and developmental projects to the city of Beaumont. Several. I can tell you how many got approved by the city of Beaumont. None. And the reason none of them were approved by the city of Beaumont is because this little black boy that ran against the establishment and their elites was the same individual that's presenting these proposals and propositions and, and yeah. Yeah. avenues to bring a greater Beaumont. Period. Yeah. Hey, and that's not that, just on, on that. A, that's not just on a on a business side. That's on a, a a residential side as well. Because what we may not understand is that our population may be stagnant, but it's still growing. And those individuals that do not fill out census and do not have a permanent address, or those individuals that do not have a job, and they're out there, they they're going out there every day. They're eighteen plus years old going out there every day trying to find a means to an end. And if they slanging dope on the corner, selling selling themselves on the corner, peddling on the corner, they're going to find a way to make an ends meet. Period. The city of Beaumont is not providing that. And neither are See, we. If, if the city of if the city of Beaumont trained uh trained individuals and used them as temporary labor but that's the knowledge thing, doesn't go away. Remember, and not to cut you off, I remember going mm -hmm. to city council. I remember going to city council and a member of the interior, a member of not the man, not the manager, was the manager sided mm -hmm. with it. So a member of the interior at the time, they and, and this was this was a while ago. So councilwoman get Gethra Wright was was uh still representing. So the, the issue came up from the interior that we hire these people, we train these people, we certify these people, and then these people leave to go seek employment elsewhere. It doesn't go away, right? I mean, like they say that the, the people go That's to seek employment trade elsewhere. doesn't go away. So once you learn a trade, right? But, but you but have a trade all your life, right? Problem, so. Those, I guess like the city of Beaumont's problem is is that they're training individuals that they can't keep. And the reason, one of yeah, the main no, reasons what, you what can't I'm, keep these individuals is because of the practices that your department head allows within these departments. I'm not even talking about regular employment though. I'm saying when we have these projects, we always have companies that then bid in as contractors. Therefore, our money is going out of town when we could be hiring temporary workers to do a job here at Beaumont and we can use them as temporary citizen I mean, city uh, employees where we can use them for the extra jobs to go ahead and do sidewalk projects and whatever else. We could just temporarily hire on labor, right? so we can get some of these things done doesn't mean we have to keep them forever but they still have that trade so when a job opens back up that we need more sidewalks or whatever project here and there we can always bid for that again right or we can even hire those same individuals back on to do the temporary work correct i mean like yeah i i see what you're saying as far as like 
outsourcing instead of, well, not outsourcing, but um, making available the temporary services or the temporary employment for right. that particular project, an earmarked and, project. And then there was a project that the had same... a dollar amount plus a destination. That, like mm -hmm. you said, then the same, in this particular the same... area or curb and gutter in this particular area. I understand that. Right. But the, the same individuals now can take that whole uh they can take that whole training to Mason or some of these contract companies that open up that need more workers. Now they go in as trained, skilled labor where they can also the get the job and hold the job. That's and then the if problem. they don't have that job, then they can come back out James. and they can help the city out with temporary jobs. James, that's okay. the problem. There y'all go. The go. Have a city council meeting on land. The problem is the problem is the now the problem is the interior don't want to train and certify these individuals to no. go anywhere else. They want to train and hold these individuals in-house. God forbid we just better people, let, you know. Let, 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 let me ask y'all this, and I, I'll, I'll sort of look at it like this. If you're a, let's say if you're a defense attorney in a failing ward, that then crime is committed more and increased uh, individuals that need representation as a defense attorney. Go, got where I'm going. So you stay in office. Do you want your area to grow or do you want it to be a slum? <laughs> and do you want to have individuals that need that need defense attorneys? So then you want to get hired on as a defense attorney because I've noticed one person that's been the de defense attorney for a lot of real deal criminal individuals that have been caught repeatedly and yet they come from the same area. So are you actually growing your customer base or are you trying to grow your community? James said it. As a ward member. You're right. Hey, I don't know. I don't know, but I'm thinking about running for ward three. I'm just saying because I don't I don't like how it is. Our, our time is up. So, <laughs> our time is up. I'm, I'm just saying. saying. I, I, it's good talk, good talk, good talk, but damn, you can't fix it here online. We've got to do, we've got to, we got to be proactive. Look, we got to show up at City Hall, City, Hall. Or at City Council. Yes. Well, but, but they we ain't gotta, listening. We what we need to do is like, uh, like Teresa said, and, and get that community uh, yeah, co gotta, collaboration of all of us on an that. email yeah, and a we petition that, we that, that going you so represent that us as a whole because us going to them one-on-one -on -one is not happening. They're not listening and they think that we're not talking and when we do talk, everybody else thinks that, oh, it's all negative. We're actually making the moves Listen. while the other individuals are talking about we're negative. We're making things happen more than council I, is I because council ain't thinking I, I have no hidden you. agenda. There's I, nothing I gain from anything right, that I do. Right, I'm not running for right. a council. I'm not running for nothing. I am just a citizen right. who is sick and tired of watching right. other citizens suffer. Right. So right. I'm asking, I'm begging for everybody's sake. Everybody come out to the meeting May 22nd. Let's get together as a community and demand what we deserve and quit accepting yeah. the bull crap that we are given as is, is a means to keep us quiet. Yeah. We are better than that. Yeah. This is this is it Beaumont. Is. Let's stand I'm, up I'm, for our, our home. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that this podcast will reach them sometime in the next 48 oh, yeah. hours. And one way or another. 
the wrong they way. Hear everything that yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, guys, I need you guys to get in touch with me. Uh, uh, get in touch with me tomorrow, Terrence, and that copy me on that email. Uh, and I'll so that we can go Tuesday being prepared on what we're going to address the council, okay? Yes, sir. With that said, we all right, all right, that's, that's a wrap for this evening. We'll see you next Sunday with uh, uh, John and podcast for our guest, uh, former Lamar University men basketball coach, uh, Tick Price. We're going to chop it up with his new book that he is releasing called uh, Locker Room Talk. So, we're going to talk a little bit of locker room talk here. So I like okay. Sure, mm-hmm. I like to make sure you hear you guys here, and uh, we're gonna go at it. But James, I like to thank you again, James, for that was a great talk, a uh, 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 good talk, and we're gonna bring you back again because this is a this is an ongoing uh, conversation. Yeah, conversation. Right. Okay, yes, so this is an ongoing conversation, Indeed. and you keep beating and keep beating and keep beating, and we, that door go open. Thank you, James. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so kick it down. Yeah, right. So we're gonna keep we're gonna keep going on with this. Uh, so that looks like you're gonna be a guest uh, uh, quite often until we get what we want out of the city councils. Thank you. Uh, okay. Right. Yeah. Said, it, it's no hidden agenda, though. No, it's, it's actually no stuff that we need done. It's not right. a. It's not an option. Right. It's a need. This right. is not a. I want leather seats. No, it's I need this. It's not an option any further. Get it done or get the hell out of the council. Okay. I'm tired well, of sticking tired like- of every one of them that don't do their goddamn job. Well, one, one of them did like. That's what we. One need. of them did like the. One of them did like the fact that I was on TV talking about them last week so what was them yeah come to call me uh, huh? maybe maybe we need to invite them maybe we need to invite them they don't want the heat tony they don't want the heat tony they don't want the heat tony i've never given them, them an open invitation they know how to reach me they ain't ready they'll never they will never be ready to be in the position that they hold they will never be ready to be representatives of beaumont like they should be not as ward members but the entirety of the city that's yeah, where like they're failing. They're failing the city. Maybe three. No, no, you won't even get that because I, no. I invited the two you're thinking of, and no. ain't neither one of them been on. For real? No. For real? So no. times. Well, no. Well, I'm gonna make an excuse. They for don't water. want the heat. <laughs> yeah, that's they don't it want is. the heat. Well, the one I could, I could see trying to make an excuse for. The other one, there ain't no excuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know why they won't come that, on? That, no, seriously. You know why they won't come on? Because they they don't have I, ain't say, I ain't gonna say all of them, but some of them don't know no more than what we know. Okay, <laughs> they can't come on and answer. They can't come yeah. on and answer a question that they don't know nothing about. Because one of them was that one, one of them was at our community Shaq. meeting in Amelia, and when we some of the yeah. stuff we brought up to him, he, he didn't have a clue what we was talking about. Yeah, but that one, so I think that he's very good at acting like he don't know. But he doesn't lie. Yeah. And and that's I think that's why the one that, that tipped in and tipped out of our meeting tipped in and tipped out because they knew it was gonna be hot up in there. Uh-huh. Didn't have a clue. Especially yep. with them in there. Uh-huh. Um, yep. And now, I bet I know who it was have, too. We did have two others that, that attended and stayed at our uh at our association meeting. Also, not only did they stay after the long extended um meet the city council meeting uh executive session that they had they also rendered information <laughs> to uh to people to to the residents so uh like i said I, 
I would expect maybe two. Um, and not these particular one of the two I know for sure would come, I think would come. Uh, and then the other we'll 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 have a, a, an excuse. Well you know that. yeah, we have we're not, but you know it takes about two years to learn that job. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I don't believe that. Uh, I don't believe I mean, I, I, I believe I believe if you go into it, you should have known it before you, you went into it. You shouldn't be learning the way you are. They're learning the way they want it done. They're learning the way that the elite individuals want it to be done. If you don't know what's going on, sit down and don't even run because that's ridiculous. That's a that's ridiculous. Of the processes and the the. The the no. if you're not familiar Man. with what's going on, you shouldn't have ran in the first place. Thank you. Man, yeah. I, I, I stepped yeah. this. Don't take this. Don't take this. Brother, brother, okay, you long, you know, old or young, new or old to this process. Don't take the training session on yeah. lives of individuals that yeah. mean yeah. something. Amen. I, we we are yeah. living this is to me, this is my elected officials are just as important as what's going on right now in Ukraine. There you go. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. Especially yeah. my local elected individuals. Because this is you home. Can, you you can yes. help me avoid what's going on in Ukraine right now. Yep. And that's yeah. that to me, that's to the that's like the furthest extent of the mind. You understand? Like right. chaos breaking out in your city. And it's not it's not racial chaos. It's not. It's just freaking chaos. Right. And that's my that's my biggest fear as one, a citizen of America, two, a veteran of this this country. I, yeah, that's my biggest fear is just widespread chaos. And if my elected officials cannot assure me that you can't curtail something small as a food freaking desert. Or sewer <laughs> and shit water running into an underpass, yeah. you damn sure can't sustain my life. Right. That's my that's Facts. my whole take on, on all of these elected, whether it's city, county, state, or federal. If you can't prevent and or protect me, and I'm not talking about imposing my civil liberties, because that shit get on my nerves. But if you right. can't outright that's protect me under the law. Then you are, and and on top of that, you tried to restrict access to me. If you are elected, yeah. I'm coming against you. If you are seeking, yeah. if you are seeking office, I'm coming against you. Yep. Yeah. It's a better it's a better plan for Mardi Gras than it is to stop sewage from coming into your house. Uh, that's what yeah. I'm trying that's to. That's a better plan for Mardi Gras. That's sad. So, we can yeah. we can plan a party, but we can't protect the people coming to it. Right. Yeah. We'll promote you can't get people to promote a plan to fix an issue. You, you right. can't get people to right. it from the Charlton Pollard area. You can't get them safely to uh, the Mardi Gras area, but your taxes will support it, though. Yeah, your taxes in the Charlton Pollard uh, community will will support the Mardi Gras, even though you can't cross those tracks. Right. Think about it. This isn't yeah. just a couple of people who need more support. This is people who don't know what they're doing. Period. Right. Right. Well, guys, I meet you there on Tuesday. I'll be back in town. I'll be back in Beaumont on Tuesday morning. So uh, I'll meet you guys there on Tuesday at 1.30 at City Council downtown. Um, Terry and Chris, guys, get that to me so we can put it together. So if we're going to speak, 
We can speak that three minutes, and I can come behind you do another three minutes, and we can keep you going, okay? Absolutely. I love we saw the people that work. So I, I won't, be, I won't make straight it. Down. I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah, yeah I won't be there. We saw the people at work, so. Okay, I yeah. understand. We're still committed. They keep us quiet. All right, guys. Don't, they keep don't us forget. quiet with uh, day meetings. All right, don't forget, guys. I'm be looking for it. Okay. All right. I feel like okay. calling me or texting me. Do that. Yeah, All right, it, everyone. It, it, I thank. I thank everyone here that would join me. I'm so glad that we had really been off the off the uh, podcast for a couple of weeks. I've got suspended by Facebook and uh, mm. for about fifty for sixty days, and some somehow somewhere hey. I, I you got I, reported, man. <laughs> 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 so that, one, day I, 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 one day I just happened to open it up and there we were. Okay, I said, okay, I know what to do. I know what to do from here. I can this up and get us back on here. So we're back and um um and uh, hope we'll continue to stay consistent so we can get our message out. Again, I join me next Sunday and my crew, everyone here, uh with uh, uh, uh coach coach uh, take price all right next sunday at seven o'clock right here on knowledge's power podcast live we had a great time tonight and i and it really enjoyed the talk this is a two hour and ten minutes uh podcast so it'll give you time to drive in to work listen to it uh, uh wherever you may be because we're on spotify we're on uh google we're on every platform that is social media so you can't miss us, especially YouTube. If you're on YouTube, please hit the subscribe, red subscribe button, please, and, and, and subscribe to us. Now it's the Power Podcast Live. We're live, and we thank you, everyone, and join us, and we'll see you the next time. God bless. Love you guys. Thank you for watching Knowledge is Power Podcast Live. Be sure to like and subscribe to all Knowledge is Power social media pages.